G'day guys, I'm Aaron Schultz with episode 157 of the Outback Mind podcast. Appreciate you joining in once again. Must apologise first up for the potential background noise here. We have a bit of a heavy hailstorm going on but uh anyway uh hopefully we'll uh we'll get through on skype but uh all good uh thank you for joining in uh just wanted to bring this podcast to your attention a very important topic we're going to be talking about steve Mazabao and i today now, steve is a, a really well known and well regarded sound healer now i believe that uh we don't really explore these um, modern ways, or not so much modern, but ancient ways of healing um, to be able to sort of get ourselves uh, better physically and mentally. There's a lot of evidence and science around vibrational medicine and what the power of sound can actually do for our physiology. Um, you know, I believe if we've got mental imbalance, there's actually a lot we can do to self-heal and self-correct. So Steve is an incredible artist. He's very passionate about uh didgeridoo, gong sound healing and other uh, instruments and uh, we're going to talk a lot about that today and sort of what drew him to um, learning more of this and actually the power it actually has and his, uh, I suppose, awareness and uh, what he's been, been able to observe over his journey with regards to what it's done for himself as an individual but for other people. So uh, yeah, really encourage you to, sh- to check out uh, Steve's website, Gong Duana, at the end of this too and uh, look at what he does and uh, yeah, maybe explore um, more around self-healing techniques with sound. I think it's um, it's unexplored and uh, the evidence is there that it works. So I really encourage you to uh, to look into this one a bit further. I just want to make special mention to Green Nutritionals who support the podcast. So if you're liking something in your diet, I uh, really uh, encourage you to check out their products. They're purely organic and sourced from the best places around the world. So um, very good for our physical and mental well-being and, and Basically, if you're lacking something in your diet, uh, they could supply a product which could uh, help uh, bring that balance back into your life. So I really encourage you to check them out. Alrighty, appreciate your feedback on this uh, podcast with Steve and I. Uh, support at backmind.com.au. Steve, how are you, mate? Aaron, I'm really good. Very good. It's a lovely day. Uh, lovely day. Uh, <laughs> nothing to complain about today. We've just had a, a, a big, heavy um, hailstorm here, so I was a bit worried we weren't going to get through this uh, unscathed, mate, right. but it's come and gone pretty quickly, so uh, all good. Uh, it's, uh, we, I'm done with watching all the warnings and the dire stuff. We just take each day as it comes now. Yeah, that's it, mate. Absolutely yeah. well said. How's things yeah. for you down there, mate, down in Wollongong? Uh, I'm a little bit further. I'm down in Bermagui. Mm-hmm. Even better. I'm actually even further than uh, Bermagui. I'm in an area called the Murrah, which is uh, a very, very uh, secluded, quiet area. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to, I moved only here a year ago from Bondi. So mm-hmm. I was living in Bondi for the last 25 years. Big change. And, and I've moved here to like a 50 acres uh, in the middle of nowhere. So down on the Sapphire Coast. So it's a big change for me. Mm-hmm. My word, mate. Well... We're gonna we're gonna get to that change and, and what's yeah, behind it, yeah. but certainly, can you tell us a bit about your your, your background as a, as, a, as an individual sure. growing up in uh, in South South Africa <laughs> and all the all the trials and tribulations with that? You can hear by my accent. Yeah, born <laughs> in South Africa. Um, you know, to, for the South Africa's a lot of immigrants. My parents were 
kind of basically survivors of either the um, World War II from the camps, my grandparents and um, a, a base, my father's side were from Latvia, so there was a lot of um, uh, connection to European culture when we were growing up in South Africa. So mm. even though we were South African, we were more sort of uh, had more uh, German, Dutch, uh, different influences. So not a typical South African upbringing. Mm, amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, also South Africa, you know, we were English speaking. Uh, and there was, you know, so we went to, we were the sort of the Dutch or the Afrikaans side. Um, and then we also had, te- you know, the terrible apartheid stuff. So it was a very, very, uh, there was a lot of weird stuff happening in South Africa, but you couldn't see it. So it was crazy making. Mm. You know, you could, you could feel the tension. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it wasn't apparent. So I brought up in South Africa, school, at my uh, military service in South Africa, which was compulsory, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I learned a lot from that as well. And, uh, and then I, after military, I went into uh, my father's business with clothing and then into the computer industry and spent in up until very in up until 10 years ago in the computer industry because we moved things got so bad in south africa we had to move mm-hmm. we had to leave mm. and we left there in 2000 and came to australia mm, amazing mate 20 21 yep. 22 years of uh of total, yep. total different lifestyle we we seem to uh take for granted how how fortunate we are here in many ways compared to you know, the environment that you were, you were sort of brought up in and all the, yeah. the trauma that sort of went with that. How, how old are you now, mate? I'm 56. 56, yeah, yeah right. 56. So. I'm, glad, I'm glad you said what you just said previously, Aaron, because one of the vows I made when I came to Australia was to never forget or take for granted how good things are in this country. You know, like, for instance... Uh, you know, I know, you know, we, we bag Telstra or we or we go, we, 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 you know, certain things like the trains aren't on time or the buses, mm. but at least you've got Telstra and buses and trains, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, in South Africa, if you wanted to get a phone line, it could take up to two years and then you'd have to bribe them. Yeah. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't believe when you arrived here, you asked for a phone line, it was, dis- it was connected 15 minutes. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. So I... So I'm, I'm trying never to take this country for granted, ever. Mm. Mate, um, it's, a, it's very hard for a lot of people probably listening to this to comprehend what that was like and um, yeah. um, you know, corruption and all that type of stuff and, and things yeah. that, we, uh, that we really stamp out and we're, we're you know, fair to uh, yeah. about here, you know, but uh, over there, yeah. it just, uh, I think the law just gets bent so much that uh, the law isn't respected at all, possibly. You know, the, uh, um, the, the main difference for me, I have a... A friend who's one of the top top lawyers in South Africa, and he'll tell you, in in uh, in Australia, no one's above the law, mm. and in South Africa, everybody's above <laughs> <laughs> the law. Everybody, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so everybody's above the system, and you can you can you can get away with anything, literally, you know. And here, it's only a matter of time. And I like that. I like the safety of it. Mm. It's very nice to live in a you know. You think oh you know like some kind of system where it's nice and free and easy. Um, but you don't know when you're living around 10 foot walls and you got, and you sleep with a cold 45 under your pillow mm. and, um, 
you don't know what that does to your nervous system, to your anxiety, to your stress, to your life. It is when you drive to work with a bulletproof vest. Now, I'm telling you these things is true. To drive to the work with a bulletproof vest, um, hear AK-47 shots in the neighborhood. And then you just don't understand. You think it's normal, but it's not. Yeah, mate, I... That's what it was like. I brought some people over to work on a four, five, seven years ago that were from there, mate. And the first yeah. thing they did was uh, yeah. in a beautiful little town like Richmond in Tasmania, go and barricade the windows, you know. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sort of saying, look, it's okay, you're safe here, but they were they were terrified something was going to happen. So it does sort of hit your cellular memory, I think, and uh, your nervous system takes a fair yeah. fair time to recover from that sort of stuff. Absolutely, and it stays for years and. Um years and years and years that trauma uh, and there's so many things and we could spend an hour just talking about that but that's not the reason you know mm, for another day mate but uh, yeah. certainly uh, I'm, I'm interested to know what you did when you got here in australia and how long it took you to integrate ah, <laughs> I, I came to australia i'd always been in my own business right from 18. and i came to australia and i got a, com- a job working for a company called New Sky, New Sky Satellites. So I was in charge of selling. In those days, you got internet. The main internet connections to Australia came by satellite. So I went around selling uh, satellite links to a lot of corporate Australia. And I remember I couldn't get understand how to talk to people here because my whole way of talking to people in South Africa versus here was completely different. Mm-hmm. And I remember after the first year, um, I went I went home to my ex-wife and I said, pack our bags, I'm going home, I can't work with these people. And mm-hmm. the, the, the truth is, is was, it wasn't them that needed to change, it was me, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, that, and they kicked the shit out of me, you know, emotionally, because I just didn't understand the you know south africa is a completely different way of working with people mm-hmm. so i'm grateful for the lessons i learned at new skies and how to how to talk to people you know i remember the one guy i walked down there and i was trying to talk to him at lunchtime about a contract and he said mate we don't discuss business at lunch i couldn't believe that really yeah. you know yeah. and uh, i said to my ex all right let's just go back but i think i think um what i learned in that years as i said to you the things like Foxtel, and I'll tell you a funny story quickly. The first morning, we we arrived on we arrived on the plane, um, and I booked Foxtel to be at us the next day to put Foxtel in, right? Mm-hmm. And you know they always say uh, we'll be there between seven thirty and twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, so, and I'm going, yeah, 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 because that's South African attitude. Like hell, they're going to be there between 7.30 and 12. They must probably be there in about five weeks because that's my <laughs> South African attitude. <laughs> yeah. I'm sleeping. 7.30, the doorbell rings. And I go to the door, and there's a guy from Foxtel, and I cannot believe it. And I go, I know why he's there at 7.30. He wants a bribe. Oh, really? Yes. See, because my, my attitude, I'm still sad of it. So he comes in, he installs the Foxtel, and I take out $100. To give to him because he's there early in the morning and he's put it in so quick without without you know in south africa it's not working you need to give me extra and the guy looked at me like i'm mad like what are you, what are you trying to give me money for <laughs> all right yeah and i think I, I think that characterizes how i had to change realizing 
that you know things work here and you don't have to to bribe or or there's no reason it's just human decency there's a really good value system here which i appreciate mm, well said mate and that's probably a timely reminder for a lot of people i guess including myself you know just yeah, to, uh, yeah. to to focus on the the, the the pure things that we take for granted rather than things that uh, that maybe you know pushing us um, away from a, a little bit of alignment you know at the end of the day so yeah. there is a, there's a lot to, yeah. to be uh, to be thankful for and uh, we we can the mind will sort of take us to the negative uh, you know pretty quickly and stick us always to that. yeah yeah, yeah. well yeah. the mind's always trying to take it to that protection yeah. mode uh, I guess uh, so to speak and yeah. if, it, if there's not yeah. a problem we'll find one you know so uh, we'll talk yeah. we'll talk about yeah. ways of healing that as we go mate but so yeah. so so moving on from that like. Yeah. Obviously, you know, you, you worked uh, worked in your career and so forth. So, when was it when you actually got an interest in in vibrational medicine and healing and so forth? Well, well, I think I mean the the most important thing is like, uh, and and I think it's a lot of the work that you do is that one tends to um, follow a trajectory. Uh, specifically, you know, I did um, uh, high end computing. We, we floated our company on the stock exchange mm. um, and it was very, very high energy, very stressful. Mm, no doubt. And, uh, yeah, and then eventually, I think 2007, I got divorced. Mm. Mm. And that led to a, a series of, let's say, let's, let's, let's be, be a little mini, I would say, breakdowns or i don't even call them breakdowns but major changes uh, emotional collapsing if you want to call it mm, that yes makes sense um yeah yeah um and you know i found myself in a in 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 a in a, in a really difficult situation because i i wasn't doing well emotionally um things were not going well although they were going very well for me financially emotionally i was dying mm, yeah in actual fact i was dead most probably inside um, and you know, none of the tricks of life were, were working. You know, you could get a, a, a faster car, a flashier this or buy that, but you know, they didn't work anymore. Mm. Um, and I landed myself in, uh, a, a, I, I very fortunate that I found, um, a fantastic therapist and I did group, uh, and through this sort of collapse or, or breakdowns or, or let's call it um, massive change because of circumstances. You know, I found a 12-step program, I found uh, group therapy, I found therapy, and I found a whole lot of different modalities to, to, to deal with the trauma mm. that I experienced in past life and also to deal with the change in life, you know? Mm, yeah, sure. So, so one you know one one you when you start doing uh deep therapy and you start looking at different modalities in life and um one of the things that that was i always wanted to pick up was to, to was sound i was always interested in sound but because of uh, you know past school trauma i'll go oh, i'm not allowed to play play music yeah. i'll get into trouble yes yeah yeah, yeah. So it was through the, you know, 12-step program therapy and that, that I, I sort of, um, I sort of uh, decided, no, no, I, I'd like to, I'd like to just 
play with a bit of music. And that's where I sort of were my early introductions mm. to music and, and to vibration. Um, I did something called the Hoffman process. Tell us about um, that. I'm not familiar with that. Hoffman process was like a 10 day, uh, 10 day, um, I won't say retreat. It was like a 10 day, I don't know, rehab program, if you want to call it, not in so many words. And it was the first time that I, you know, I experienced uh, silence, like uh, three, four days of silence, deep meditation, uh, Kundalini, um, dance, uh, so many different modalities of um, working, a lot of cathartic work. And I came out of that and I think that opened something here and just a little bit. It was the first crack in the, in the, in the, in the stone. If you want to, if you want to put it that, it was the first opening of the, you know, to let some of the light into the darkness. Yes. So that's why I experienced uh, the power of alternate modalities. It was in the Hoffman process. Mm. Mm. Amazing, mate. Um, look, yeah, yeah, look, it's uh, it's like you 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 hit on a kind of uh, topical uh, term there, being the darkness, because your whole life was yeah. pretty much in that darkness, and you didn't know how to yeah. get out of it. You know, so. No. So the light energy is always there for us. I just think a lot of yeah. us are just exposed to this darkness from early on, and uh, we just think that's normal. But um, primarily, no, it's such such a better way to uh, to to no. you know raise your vibration and consciousness as well. And um, yeah, it's really yeah. really interesting, mate. Like your story, um, you know that that's very similar to myself. You know, working hard yeah. and getting trapped in this um, in this mind. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, over matter type situation, your mind is always on yeah. and busy, and you look to boost to yeah. try and sort that out. And um, you know, yeah. I, I get it, mate. There's only so much the nervous system can take, and um, that was probably a tra yeah. pretty traumatic period for you when you sort of split up with your wife and had to deal with all that as well. I would have thought. Yeah, I think I think look, Aaron, you know what it is. It's I think those are the things that actually uh, you know the the straw that breaks the camel's back. I think you know splitting up with my wife and a few other things was really it was more about all those childhood traumas you know the childhood the school traumas military they all accumulate all right and they and they stay in your body by the way yes all right you know it's easy to you can you can blank them out with alcohol drugs uh tv games spending gambling food you name it you, there's so many ways you can numb yourself out yes but eventually one day um and i'm going to use this those of us, some of us are blessed that one day the, one of the straws breaks the camel's back and we have a breakdown. Mm. And that's when the spirit or the light or the, or the, uh, or the, the crack opens and something can change. Yes. But until that happens, you're in trouble. You know, so some of us that have been through that and have that breakdown are quite lucky. Yes. Because yeah. otherwise we can go through the whole of life never, ever, ever getting out of it. Agree, mate. No, you like, don't, yeah. not, not many people get a second chance. No, no you're right. And, uh, and yeah. yeah, like I always talk about it as being at the bottom of the stairs and, uh, you know, being able to, to take the, 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 the forward route or the backwards route, which a lot of people do, and that's, yeah. you know, yeah. self-medicating or even worse, taking their lives, you know. And, um, no, um, no, no. There is uh, such a better way, you know, to be able to to, to be open to yeah. self-heal. But, yeah, you, you were lucky that you actually had that, that sliding yeah. door moment where things opened up for you. 
you're very lucky because a lot of a lot of time for specifically men it's toughen up take a teaspoon of cement mm. uh you know you know a thousand of those kind of sayings Aaron. you know um yeah. boys don't cry yes well i feel i feel you know after working in men's groups and stuff for many years i wish those had been eradicated because we need help yes you know and it's when you surrender and you go actually i need help and you 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 know you don't have to be tough you know that's when the, that's when the healing can begin and that's that that's my experience anyway certainly we're we're not tra- we're not educated to be vulnerable you know we're we're, we're no, certainly no. uh we're switched on from the education system early early on you know and uh yeah. and that that sort of harden yeah. up um that that, yeah. that that outer shell um you know starts to get uh, harder and harder and uh yeah. you know there's no there's no two way about actually like um you know opening up and speaking and being weak uh you know that wouldn't be something no. which was palatable to a lot of guys but I, no, I reckon yeah. I reckon we're at a bit of a change now in time where, where guys so. guys are you know I just know from my own experience personally but also yeah. some of the other work that I've done and and just seeing yeah. guys that are very uh masculine primarily uh yeah. be able to yeah. you know look at um look at actually mm. tapping into a bit of feminine energy when it's needed to be able to uh yeah. you know explore yeah. um being open to to change because uh you know sometimes what we mm. what we know isn't always the way and if you're open enough to, uh, to find way. that change then you know you're you're, you're certainly yeah. open to a better life yeah you know erin i mean i i we have had our property every weekend we have retreats in other words mm. um we have a four day three day retreats yoga meditation dance you know but there's so many retreats and um i mean i've been teaching yoga for years i do sound healings for years the saddest part of that is 99.9 percent of it is female yes yeah and i'm and I, I you know you might see one or two blokes come here or there and um but it's very sad because I think it's that subliminal message that you can't come to those things. Mm. But my God, the guys who do come um, experience a, a tenderness and, a, and a, an, a, an opening, you know? Yes. Um, right. So I, I really hope what you just said is true because we definitely need more, more uh, masculine energy coming into these, these modalities. I appreciate that, mate. Especially, oh, as, especially, especially as workers, Aaron, because it's all fem- it's so much dominated by female um, workers, man, it needs male uh, as much to balance. Male energy workers, light workers, sound healers, t- yoga teachers, and I'm not talking about you know Instagram stars. Just yes. vulnerable, subtle, genuine blokes, salt of the earth guys that, that have been there and that they've, they've they've understood what it's like. That lived experience yeah, is really yeah. important. But I, yeah. I'll give you my. Um, yeah. My, my uh, ideology of this, Steve, I'm almost there, you know, I'm almost there yeah. with regards to, like, I, I've seen some prof- profound changes with what I've been able to um, help guys with over the years, um, you know, even teaching yoga in maximum security prison, you know, to, to, to really yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. harden guys and um, to be able to have them let go and feel safe enough to surrender. Um, yeah. and, and how that's actually unfolded and happened and what the outcomes of that have been, you know. And um, yeah. I've seen evidence, mate, if you can show compassion, it's so much more powerful than, um, yeah. than, than, than fear or anger or guilt or whatever, you know. And that's what a lot of people are sort of caught up in. That's why it's very hard for them to let go. 
Um, yeah. You know, so yeah, so it can be done, you know, and I believe that's my role in this lifetime to do that, you know. Oh, the, fantastic. The, yeah, the, the, the catch-22 is to be able to be able to, you know, make a living out of it primarily and, uh, you know, I'm yeah. sort of stuck back in a, in a role now getting paid okay, but, uh, you know, it's pretty much soul-destroying because it's just data and, uh, you know, uh, that type of stuff where it's really taking you away from that higher vibration. You no. know? And yeah, so yeah. I, I just think it's important for me as an individual to balance that out for my own well-being. But yeah. for most people that are in an industry which is challenging, they've got to find this yeah. softness, you know, this, this, uh, this level of softness because otherwise you will break like what happened to you. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's a really tricky one because, as you mentioned, that vulnerability. Can you... It's so hard to say, you know, it's, it's a very cliche, oh, you, you can let go and, and, and the universe will, will look after you. It's not that simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. You know, it's not that simple. I mean, uh, I could be on the road um, the whole year and go and do sound healing and vibrational healing and I could travel the country, but it's hard, you know, and, uh, um, and sometimes it won't pay the bills. Sometimes it won't pay the bills. Oh no, absolutely, mate. And uh, I just think, um, yeah, well, look, I, but it's more I, than that. I, I've lived, yeah. I've lived very simply before, you know, like like not yeah. not, not costing much uh, much to live, and um, yeah. you know, I just think that's the secret, you know. Uh, I still uh, yeah. still am to a certain degree, yeah. but um, but certainly if you can make sure that you are not overcapitalized, uh, you know, and you, you yeah. haven't got major yeah. expenses, then then the the stress on you as an individual, um, you know, subsides yeah. considerably because uh, at the end of the day, you, you haven't got to do things that you don't want to do that your soul doesn't want to no. do because you're basically, no. uh, you know, living more in alignment. And when you live in a more, more in alignment, no. you know, everyone benefits from that at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a, there is a, there is a guy that um, works on these principles, Aaron, where he, he travels a sound healer and he just travels. He's got his family in the car mm-hmm. and he goes. Yes. And it's quite remarkable because every, every town, everywhere he gets, he finds somewhere to stay, he gets looked after and he's earning a living. Yes. So the fact that he's going to all the different communities throughout the whole country, um, you know, he's landed up in New Zealand, he's landed up in a lot of foreign countries because he is being looked after. But it's a, it's a very, very big uh, step to take, you know, to put your family in the car and go yes. and do this work. Yes. Well, well, it is. You know, and, and, it, sorry, go ahead. No, no. And it is, it is you know, uh, especially the kind of work I'm doing. I've got, I travel with four didgeridoos, okay? I travel with three or four gongs, all right? Mm. Hand pans, uh, flutes, guitars, uh, PA system. Um, let me think what else we've got. Oh, we've got, you know, uh, crystal bowls. Yes. So you have a look at that and you're having to pack that and unpack it and uh, set up. It's quite physically taxing as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which, so, and it's quite a big investment. Well, it is, mate. And, and, and yeah, you, you're absolutely right. Like the, the cost of these things are, um, are quite significant, you know, and uh, yeah. to, to get a return on that, you've got to do the work again, don't you? You know, um, um, you yeah. know pe- people quite often see a healer getting paid well for what they're doing, but there's all the downtime in between that, um, that needs to be, yeah. uh, you know, considered as well. And, 
you know, mate. Yeah. Um, it's it's really it's interesting. Like that, that's that's really get to the core of it here. Like there's yep. been there's been there's been healers in various modalities around for thousands and thousands of years, but they've been yep. been pushed aside and and um, shunned in many ways because uh, of the um, you know the the way the system um, is in in um, yep. in our societies, I yep. guess. But you know. We'll, we'll get more onto it about the the power of the body to be able yeah. to recalibrate and heal and, and that type of thing. But um, you know, the the, the large you know, part of this conversation I want to try and get to is you know how this vibrational okay. energy can actually help us um, self-regulate. You know, to manage our nervous uh, system better, you know, manage our physical and mental well-being better, and all that as well. Is that a cricket? I can I can I, I can tell you. Is that a cricket I can I hear can in the background? You. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm outside in the garden. You can hear it's frogs. A frog, okay, yeah, right. Yeah, it's a little frog. <laughs> it's quite, now. yeah. Is it bothering you? No, no, all good. Go on, keep going. Okay, okay. So, look, um, they're, they're obviously, with being in a Western culture, there's a, you know, uh, our medicine looks at, very, at a very scientific perspective of things. Like, you take this drug, it will sort that out. Mm. But, uh, what I've discovered in, in my work is there's uh, a second com- a component, which is the emotional uh, and energy component. Now, um, how many times you'll find someone that's got a uh, stomach ache or back ache or, or a pain in the leg or shoulders? Mm. Um, and if you deal, if you look at the emotional component, that pain will disappear. Mm. Um, so there, I mean, think about it before a big sporting event, you have a running stomach, your, your, your tummy's, you're getting butterflies in the tummy and you, I don't know about you, but I've to go to the toilet a few times before. <laughs> yeah. You know, so if you look at that, if you look at that, your nerves have a direct, uh, a direct uh, sort of a correlation to an emotional or physical aspect in your body. Yes. All right. Yeah. So, um, with a lot of a lot of dis-ease, let's not just call it like a lot of dis-ease in the body. Um, you know, before we had acupuncture or before we had uh, acupuncture, which we know that works on um, relieving pain um, and, and, and as a curing modality, they didn't have the needles. They would use pressure from the elbow or thumbs or fingers, Yes. right, or rocks or sticks. And here's the most interesting one. Before that, in, they would have sound. So yes. you can use your hands and then like kind of chant or, or where, the, where there's this pain in the body, emotionally or physically, you can use sound or tone into that area. And it has exactly the same effect as needles or fingers mm. or elbows. Mm. So just because you can't see it working, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And it works every time. Mm, amazing. You know? well, you're talking about moving energy on, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so in Western societies, Steve here, we'll yeah. we'll get a pain. The first thing we'll do is go to the cupboard for a Panadol or run to the pen, uh, the chemist yeah. or the doctor to get something to to to, yeah. to mask it. Yeah. So I mean, the the first thing you do is that, like, um, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, right now, I have on my right thumb. Just where the thumb meets my hand, it's really painful. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason it's really painful is because I'm playing gong, playing with the gong so much that I've got a bit of a strain in that thumb. The doctor wants to put cortisone in because that's all he knows. Yes. 
Okay, the doctor goes, you, 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 I'll cure you, give you cortisone. I don't really want cortisone because I want to know what is the underlying issue. Mm. Is it because I'm repetitive strain injury? Yeah, fair enough. But if you start to look at uh, a technology that's maybe six or 7,000 years old, which is traditional Chinese medicine, mm. that point on your thumb is related to your lungs, your yes. lung energy, which is related to grief. Yes. And I know that I know that I'm going through a lot of grieving at the moment. And some days the grief is so dark um, that I know that I, I, you know, like some days I feel like I'm going to cry the whole day because it's a lot of grief from some past issues that I just never dealt with. Mm. So I'm looking at my thumb. It's not. I don't want cortisone. I now look at it. Why is my thumb sore? What is the underlying energetic? Uh, message yes okay and and then you know and then and once you you work it out Aaron, it has huge benefits because yes you can have cortisone but if I know the link between the energy body and the physical body the the the, the healing combined is, is so much more I say ah uh, it's amplified yes there's a there's a mix for both yeah, mate. Um, just just on that, like yeah, you know, if someone's got a sore knee. It's it's linked to the kidney or the liver or whatever it may yep. be. I mean, we don't actually yep. we don't actually get this. You know, we're 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 straight no. to the reactive approach rather than the proactive approach. So what you're talking yeah. about there is okay. I've got a sign here. Uh, that yep. that sign is 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 a message. You know, primarily yep. it's it's a message yep. to say yep. that something's not right. So I need to find out why yep. that's happening. And then, yeah. uh, and then to be able to deal with that rather than just you know push push it uh, into a corner and hope it goes away no. with, uh, with, a, with an yeah. intervention. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, yeah, because the whole theory is you walk into the, the medical rooms and they ask you what's wrong now, right? Yeah. They don't have time to ask you what's changed in your life. Yes. What happened in your previous life? What you know? What happened to your grandparents? Mm. You know, because unfortunately. Those are being missed, and I think they manifest. I don't think I know they manifest in their body. In your body is stuck energy, yes. and unfortunately, and if you don't deal with those, they lead to a lot of complications because you've got this toxic, toxic, toxic energy, you know, in your body. And if it doesn't leave, or if it doesn't, if it stays there, all sorts of complications happen. Yes. Absolutely. And yeah, the no, it's sorry, I was going to say the toxins are coming in in many ways other than just food yeah. or the environment, aren't they? You know. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like in in um, you know in AA or twelve step programs, they'll tell you, you know, resentment is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Mm, mm, and you can take that. You can take that in in energy. You sitting there and you. You're, you're angry with life, you're, 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 you're tense, you're, you're bitter, your marriage is not working, you've got all these anxious. You are drinking, literally drinking poison. Mm, that's true. All right? Or you haven't dealt with, you don't know, you haven't dealt with that sexual abuse from when you were a youngster or whatever. It's in your body. And, and my work as a, I'm not a healer, I don't like to use that word. My work as a, a practitioner or going around is to use various instruments just to help people without telling them and preaching to them find those areas in your body where it's stuck mm -hmm. and gently 
put some sound into those areas just to help dissipate that that sort of like stuckness that that that, uh, that stagnant energy and it's definitely there in the body and you can feel it with, when you're playing gongs or specifically with the i know we call it didgeridoo but the real name is yidaki mm-hmm. with the yidaki when you play the yidaki you can actually when you're playing on certain areas in the body you can actually see where that where where the energy is solid and you can work it back to some kind of emotional component yes yeah yeah amazing mate and, and look, yeah. from the school of rock, rock, rocket science it's pretty well no. <laughs> isn't it no it's, it's not it's straightforward no, but we we just we've complicated things tremendously steve you know um lots of things sort of come to me as you were speaking um but um yeah look you know a lot of the trauma that comes to our to our lives is, is there from previous generations as well you know so absolutely so you've, yep. you've yep. had family members that have gone through a, a lot of trauma i would have thought uh, you know yep. father grandfather and beyond yeah. um you know you look at the indigenous fellows here in australia like geez they've had to embody oh a lot God. of uh, a lot of grief and trauma from you know uh, their forefathers in many ways you know and um I just think, yeah. Steve, you know, what we're doing at the moment is building a collaboration of men like yourself and me that yeah. can actually yeah. start to um, help guys uh, learn to break these cycles because we can really heal the seven ger- generations before past us that can actually help yeah. the next seven generations yeah. heal if we've got the, um, yeah. you know, the time and the ability to be able to put into our well-being because, you know, yeah. if we don't do it, this stuff's just going to get carried on generation after generation. Yeah. Aaron, you know, the, the interesting thing is, okay, so I'm, I'm here in, in Australia 22 years, right? And you, and you mention um, uh, Aboriginal guys and the, the trauma and the intergenerational trauma. Yeah. But on the same side, how many of our, let's say, our Caucasian um, brothers have had uh, grandfathers in Gallipoli mm. or World War I? Oh, and before that, the Boer War. And before that, the Crimea War. And then they drank themselves. Nobody dealt with that post-traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. Nobody helped our Aboriginal brothers with their stress. Yes. And then they happened to have World War II. And they came home and they, were, they had these issues and they just drank their problems down. And then they had the Korea War. And then they had the Vietnam War. So from both sides of the fence, our brothers have been taught to shut up. All right. Our, not even our, our leaders of our country will apologize or do anything about it. So it should start there. Yes. Oh, mate, no, 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 no Apologies for sending guys to sending guys to in World War One to be slaughtered. Apologies for the for what they what they did in uh, you know. And, and I feel bad because I'm not Australian. I am a citizen, but mm. um, you know I can see what happened in the Boer War because Australians were in the Boer War. Yes. In South Africa, and you see that that trauma and how it exists and comes. So there's a lot of healing to be done, but it starts with this conversation. Agree, Steve. You hit on something really important there: the separation yeah. of you being white, black, South African, yeah. Russian, no, you no. know, American. It doesn't no. matter, you know. If we, if no, we, it doesn't if we, matter. We can let go of all that. That separation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then we've actually yeah. got a chance, you know. As soon as we identify ourselves yeah. as being this, that, or the other. And we actually start yeah. to realise, and you would have had these moments. I yeah. would have thought, yeah. where you believe, yeah. where you understand that you're all part of something bigger than uh, than your identity. Yeah. You know, is is really important, and that's what I, I try and teach as much as I possibly can, getting back yeah. to the soul as much as possible. Because, 
Um, you know, that that's going to happen at some point in your life, you know. Uh, if yeah, you, really, yeah. you can access that now, then you actually get back to your real purpose and your truth and your, 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 yeah. your journey in this lifetime, you know. And we've all got a purpose and, and, and that to be here, I believe, it's just been sidetracked in many ways. And um, yeah. I, I believe, you know, the more, the more men that we can actually help uh, understand that uh, they can tap into this feminine energy, which can help that process, and I think... They're going yep. to live much more fulfilled lives and more balanced lives, rather than sort of you know being really um, you know intention consistently and then not being able to switch yep. off and then you know, maybe having their life cut yep. short because they're um, they're uh, you know they're they're out of balance, I suppose as well. Yeah, and, and, and I think you, you're you're hundred percent right because if if this conversation reads one of our brothers right out there that goes like this, it doesn't matter what color. What, what, what spiritual beliefs you have, where, what country you come from. Pain is pain. Yes. Past trauma is trauma. It doesn't have, our trauma doesn't have any of those stigmas. It doesn't care the shit where you come from or where. It's all the same. But if you can share that and you can, you can go and talk to someone or you can reach out or you, you can go to a sound healing or a, you're on your way. You know, and that's what the whole thing is. You don't have to be anything to experience this. See, Steve, a lot of country guys, and you'll probably see it down when yeah. you, where you live now, yeah. they're still in the mindset of uh, wondering what other people might think about them if they do something different. And I was one of them, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, really, I really was. I was trapped and the booze would, would sort that out. But, but primar- yeah. primarily, once I stepped into it and just kept going back and then going back and going back and all of a sudden you just think oh well you know it doesn't matter what people think you know i'm enjoying this and i can start to move forward and and really you know on the other side of that challenge is where you change because um you just just need to confront yourself sometimes and and that's really uh opening the door to a better life and uh, you know if we keep we keep living in comfort and let's face it that's what society wants they're always trying to get us to eat fast food and um, you know, to, to, to eat, yep. uh, to, to live unhealthily because, you know, that, that basically can help support the economy too. But um, yep. certainly I just... Drink more, gamble. Yeah, Drink exactly. more and, uh, and get, on, get on, you look at the, get on sports bets and yeah, uh, what's right. other crap that you see on TV and, and you're part of the boys club and you can drink uh, all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and you're going to be right. No, you're not. Absolutely not. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a quick intervention that uh, they're trying to glorify. And I, I just yeah. believe, um, you know, to be able to do the opposite of what they're trying to tell you to do in mainstream is pretty well getting back yeah. to your, your true alignment again. Yeah, I mean, I, I love what we're talking about because it's, I mean, look, we can go down there. It's follow the money, but we're not going to do that now because we're dwelling on the negative. Yes. But if we can, if we can, um, whether it's country guys, city guys, because they're just as just as uh, vulnerable. Anyone just to just to experience uh, a different modality of whether it's sound or or movement or meditation or whatever it is, there is such uh, and, and and be encouraged also by a little bit more of the Western modality. So look, try something different. Oh my, it it, it makes such a difference. You know. Yes. Well, well, well Steve, you, you know, we've got to find discomfort sometimes to be able to grow. And, uh, 
You know, when, yeah. when, when I get people on the mat, you know, if I teach meditation yeah. or, you know, I'm just going to, I, I let yeah. them know straight away that it's going to take them yeah. half an hour for their mind to settle down, you know? So so just be yeah. prepared yeah. that your mind's going to take you back. And yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. not going to like being, um, you know, in this environment because it wants to keep moving no. and going and doing all those sorts no. of things. So now you've, the first thing you've got to yeah. do is just give yourself permission to relax and let go and um, tell your mind that I'm safe here and I can, I can actually... Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, surrender. But but see, what what happens, Steve, is um, we have um, we have this uh, mind which is unique on this planet. You know, nothing else operates yeah. the way that a human does. You know, everything else no. is working in its own vibrational energy out there, and we're not. We're because our mind is so so dominant um, primarily. Yeah. You know, so being able to sort of be aware of that on a daily basis, I think, can really help us. Um, Know, alleviate any um, disconnection and uh, and yeah yeah you know the, the 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 practices that we're talking about here and you know getting onto sound <clears throat> and what sound can do for your for your physiology oh. but also your your physical and mental energy is pretty in- incredible. I mean, we've got we so we've got a, a little healing center here, and we had someone come through uh, two days ago who's. Um, you know, as I say, he's got he's got a, a prognosis. He has terminal cancer. Mm. He's got thro- uh, tongue cancer, right? So it's not good, mm. right? Um, so, and let, let's be perfectly honest. I I'm not aware of anybody who's going to cure that. It's that's not what sound healing or a sound healing practitioner does, mm. right? So he's been through the chemo, and it's 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 awful, but. Uh, I put him in front of, I've got a big uh, 60 inch, what's 60 inch, two, two meter gong. Mm-hmm. Um, just lying near the gong and for an hour and a half, um, you know, Aaron, our bodies are what, 60 or 65% water. Mm-hmm. So when, when you play an instrument like the gong or you play the didgeridoo or the yidaki, it vibrates so deeply and massages the sh- cells and the space between the cells. All right, mm. and the, the 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 bliss that this guy felt, all right, and the the release, as you said, from that mind of his, which was he's terrified of dying. Yes. All right, and the altered state of consciousness that he got for that hour and a half really, really helped. There was the healing was not that I healed his cancer, but I helped alleviate the terror. The, the the I helped take away the, the stress, the anxiety, just for an hour and a half, mm. you know, of his impending disappearance from this planet. Yes. And after that, his whole thing was, you know, I got got more of a sense of being at ease, yes. a little bit more, you know, like, and I felt that I think that to me was the healing, not healing the cancer, because that I can't do. Yes. Yeah. But what I can do is to give give a beautiful hour and a half uh, of, of transformation into a different state of mind. Yes. And you know, you, it might work for your sport, it might work for your exams, it might work for your uh, difficult situation you have in life, just to help you reconnect with a different part of your body that you're not, you're not, in, a, you're not in connection with. Mm, that, that, that's exactly right, mate, and that's, that, that's it. And you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's doing it and then continually showing up and doing it and then taking control yeah. of yourself to find that, that sense of space every day, I, I think, you know. Um, yeah. If we can just get back to, 
to letting go on a daily basis, then you're in touch with that soul and you don't have to sort of yeah. journey through the lifetime and then and then find it yeah. at, at the end, yeah. you know, if we can find that, that yeah. peace, then you, you're assured that this lifetime is just that, it's just a lifetime yeah. and we're going to move on from yeah. here. Oh, I really believe that because a lot of the work that I've done, yeah. and, um, you know, yeah. we're having this human experience to... Um, experience infinity at the end of the day so we can be neutral and um, 100% um, you know there's so much more than what we believe you know available to us in in this lifetime and in the universe um, as well you know and that that's that's the gift in itself to actually open you up uh, self up to 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 higher ways of being and thinking and yeah what's possible of that uh, from that yeah yeah and I think just say I mean in all they're paying Massive respect to our, our let's call First Nations. Uh, they, they for a lot longer than us, we have been using, uh, let's call it vibrational healing or energy healing or sound yes. as a tool to shift things for a lot longer than we even can understand. The power, power of the yidaki, the power of clapsticks, mm-hmm. the power of sound. Um, a lot of us a lot of those modalities have been lost um, and there's so many of those tricks that they knew um, that could 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 move things yes. and um, so I think we're very lucky because we live on a continent where it's accessible you know it's still here yes oh well, it's a very powerful very powerful land we're very lucky you don't have to go to India no I agree it's or it's, Bali it's you don't land. have to go to India you don't have to go to Bali you don't have to go to Byron Yes. Just you've got it right there under the land that you are. This land heals, mm-hmm. and it's the most yeah. powerful um, tourism draw card that we don't acknowledge. You know, um, yes. I, I believe with, with so much wisdom and and uh, and that yeah. here and sacred sites which are, are unexplored. Yeah. Um, but you know, Steve, I believe that um, a lot of that ancient wisdom and technology that they had is being destroyed. Yeah. It's been destroyed deliberately, you know, because um, yeah. higher higher powers um, know that it works, but there's no money in it, yeah. you know. The, the universe and the natural oh. remedies of life are, are there to support us, but <laughs> we're actually yeah. we're, we're, we're being forced away from that, um, you know, uh, on purpose in many ways. No, definitely, definitely. I mean, if you look at the case of psilocybin, which, uh, you know, came out of uh, the mushroom stuff that came out of, uh, was probably South America in the 15. They didn't want people having psilocybin uh, experiences in the 1500s because that, you know, it was against the Catholic, you know, the, the, they didn't want them to have those altered states of con- consciousness and be able to channel various, various um, energies. Hmm? Yes. Yep. So it was banned, you know, and it was, it was put away. Aaron, one day when you come to me, I've got a set of um, 12 uh, Peruvian whistling vessels. <laughs> I think they're the only set in this country. Really? Unbelievable. And I'll tell you the story about it one day. I, I won't tell it now because you'll think I, I, that must probably put me in a lunatic asylum. <laughs> but uh, these, these vessels were banned by the Spanish when they found found it in the 1500s because these vessels helped the shamans to get into a specific state of consciousness that um, was life-changing. And they didn't want that because it was confronting for their own religion. Mm. So eventually, you know, th- this technology was lost. 
Long, long story. We'll do it one day. I'll tell you about it one day. But they've worked out what these vessels are for, and slowly they're making their way, way back into into sort of healing modalities, into uh, just through the power of sound, mm. right? And I've experienced them, and let me tell you, I've never seen it's it's incredible, incredible. You know what what they can change and shift, and and bring and transmit. So they're called Peruvian vis- whistling whistling vessels, and true true you can just you can look it up yourself and experience it um when they were experience uh, experimenting with uh mind altering substances uh lsd dmt all this stuff mm. the guy who was doing it found these vessels and stopped studying that and only uses these vessels now because they have if not a, a more profound effect than any mind altering substance yes. just sound yep peruvian whistling vessels mm. oh, but they were hidden away they were hidden away because they didn't want us to know what they can do. Of course not. And, and mate, there's been yeah. so much, um, so much that's been hidden away from us for, 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 for so yeah. long. You know, yeah. I, I think yeah. Yeah. I think we're having this conversation at the right time. And, and you know, things are happening now. They're yeah. actually like starting to flip yeah. the switch. So, you know, the authorities primarily or the, the colonial model or whoever, you know, uh, seems yeah. to be running the world, uh, are probably hanging on, um, you know, yeah. But by by the by by the by the grim to to to, to, yeah. to keep control here because we've got so much power as humans. You've just got to look at ringing cedar seed yeah. trees and what ringing yeah. cedar can actually do for humans and all these sorts yeah. of things which can uh, you know help us live in this higher state of being and consciousness. Yeah. And, you know, the, I think the, I think you you and I need to get uh, Scomo and Dutton to come and have a Peruvian whistling vessel <laughs> session here in, in my geodesic dome. Well, come and join me. Uh, what are they scared of? <laughs> one, one, one thing, one thing, mate, that I, I know that doesn't discriminate is when I teach yoga, I can help anyone relax. Absolutely. I can help anyone relax. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter. I've had the most agitated minds on the mat, politicians, policemen, prisoners. Makes no um, difference. Professional yeah. sports people, you know, kids, the whole thing. You know, if you can just teach people no. to reconnect with themselves... Then they'll actually yeah. realise, oh shit, you know, why am I doing all this rubbish? And yeah, and yeah, yeah. they they connect with their hearts and their souls again, and that's I believe how we're meant to be doing as you as living as humans. Yeah. So you would do a sand hilling on a group of people, Steve, and they walk out of I there mean, totally different than what they were when they arrived. I'd imagine. Sound doesn't discriminate here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Only we do. The sound the sound doesn't go. Oh, I don't like this person because of this or that. It it sound is the most pure form of energy and we are energy yes and just experience it look up in your area sound healing um whether it's somebody playing crystal bowls or the gong or the yidaki or uh chanting or whatever it is just look for somebody doing it in your area and go with an open mind and have a look yeah that's it mate and 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 just lay yourself let go and relax and enjoy it you know yeah, yeah, and then then you start yeah. to understand what what the mind does and what it's doing. It's it's always yeah. trying to protect you. You know, it's not allowing you to switch off. It's 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 keeping yeah. you on guard and on edge and and that all the time. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. it's not yeah. healthy to have your amygdala activated consistently. You know, you gotta you gotta no. learn learn to no. switch, switch off. And, um, <clears throat> and that's where sound is very good because it'll actually help every human being get out of their mind yeah. back to their. It their actually mind, helps, helps everything. Aaron, I'll just tell you that. I've done a lot of work with um, uh, res- rescue horses. You know, race horses have been terribly abused. Yeah. And 
I've got, I got a friend in Canberra who takes uh, rescued horses before they go into the, what do they call them, the dogger, the dogger. Well, I don't know what do they call the, they get into canned dog food. Knackery. Yeah, so um, she, she's got a couple of these racehorses which are really, really stressed. And I go up there with, um, with a gong and I go up there with the yidaki and the handpan. Mm. And those horses, from being so stressed, give me, give me 10 minutes with them and they are in bliss. Mm. Mm. <laughs> they kiss you. They love you. So sound doesn't discriminate mm. anything. Incredible, mate. You, you know, like it's it's just it's so simple at the end of the day, isn't it? And and once you sort of tap into another being like that, you don't yeah, you don't yeah. have to think it just all happens for you. I've had some incredible experiences with with um, cetaceous beings, so whales and dolphins, yeah. and yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, incredible, yeah. mate. I need you to get you up on a whale trip, and um, it's just amazing yeah. what what actually uh, happens, and you you just feel this pure love which is uh accessible to us all but um we're 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 too afraid to love ourselves before we um you know uh before we 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 try and put that towards someone else or we we love someone with an agenda you know it's uh there's such a a higher way of being which we're we're not aware of have you have you 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 can play you can actually with a with a with a beautiful gong you can get the sounds of the whales coming through so there's uh you know, it's when you've got people in a group and they're lying there and the gong starts singing like a whale, you'll see yes. <laughs> it's got such a profound effect. Yeah, that, that's, that's the type of gong for me because I, I, yeah, have, the I, whale have, I have that connection, you know, and I just, yeah. I, I just felt yeah. a, a totally different way of, of life, yeah. uh, you know, when I was out amongst yeah. them. And, um, uh, but, okay. yeah, look, you know, I, I'll give you just an example of, of what happened with my own journey. Like I... I sort of yeah. went through this uh, this this process, and uh, a few years ago, I did what's called white tantric yoga, where you've got to you know stare at another another person across uh, on a mat yeah. for about twelve hours, and it just takes you away from all the the thoughts, the opinions, the judgments, all that, and just get back to this pure sense of oh. flow between you and another another being. And and ever since then, like I, I've just been able to stop. When I'm around an animal and uh, they just feel this peacefulness within you, you look at them and they look yeah. at you, and you, that's that, that same feeling occurs, you know. Um, that's quite. That's huge. And the same can happen with a human, you know. You, I've I've I've, yeah. I've I've come across a lot of agitated minds, and um, mm. uh, you know, if you can just come back to your heart and back to a sense of peace again, then that individual will come come with you, you know. Yeah, fair enough. And and it's all around it, it, your energy. And if you, you know, if you're anxious, the animals will pick it up. If you're calm, they'll also pick it up. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's right. Yeah. And but mate, it's a daily thing because uh, anxiety anxiety is a, is a valuable mm. human emotion. You know, it is. A, yep. it's, there, yeah, yeah. It's, it's there for a reason. We're not meant to be yeah. living in that state consistently. But you know, yeah. understanding yeah. it and. and and, uh, and realizing yeah. that it has a role um, is important, yeah. but we're not meant to be in that anxious state consistently. Yeah, no, no. As, and as I went back, it all starts with just that simple saying, like um, having resentment in your body is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. It's yeah. just as if we, if we start just from that, that aspect and we start working on our own mind, our own thoughts, using yoga, sound, meditation, uh, any uh, uh, mindfulness, all these techniques, 
slowly, 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 you 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 know you 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 notice a profound uh, a profound change, and it's not all about just taking medication. And as you know, medication suits a specific agenda. There is a place for medication, but but it's not the only thing. No, I agree, mate. And and we've become very reactive with that, haven't we? You know, like yep. uh, over yep. the last well, since you've been, since you've been in Australia, it's been probably dominated more than than, than the last century. But but yeah, yep. it's it's all about that most people know and and understand. You know, they they, they take yep. that approach, and there's money in it. Yep. You know, there's money in it. Huge. There's there's no money in. Um, in uh, getting connected with a whale or getting connected with uh, an animal or a horse or you know blowing a didgeridoo or tapping a gong to heal yeah, yourself yeah. um so yeah. so actually yeah, yeah. helping people understand that is the first step you know yeah. um maybe i mean yes yeah. 100 sleep sleep apnea all right you're gonna go you're gonna go get on a well how much is that machine they stick you on oh a lot a lot of money yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. well one of the one of the the tried and tested 100% ways to sort out heat sleep apnea without uh, that machine is play didgeridoo because by playing mm. you're strengthening your diaphragm you're sorting you're strengthening your throat muscles um, so a lot of surgeons before they operate will say play didgeridoo so there we are so it is a small unknown thing but it's fact you know so yes. but it does but a didgeridoo is doesn't make you lots of money does it no, no, that's right. But mate, mate, but that 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 is the light bulb moment for a lot of people listening. You know, right, yeah, right, yeah, right yeah. there. Like, you know, yeah. are you going to something which is making money for other people, or are you actually doing something yeah. which is, uh, you know, investing yeah. in yourself? And, and a lot of the time, that investing yeah. in yourself doesn't cost anything. You know, um, no, no. It, it might. It might initially, uh, if it's going to be a self-healing tool like a didge or a gong or whatever, that's going to be a, a part of your well-being, yeah. well-being program. I think we've got to invest in our well-being before we actually uh, yeah. invest in reactivity. Yeah, your piano, guitar, walk, walk in nature, swim in cold water. Um, you know, all these technologies are, are available to us, but they're just not... You know, it's just not the, the modality of the Western way to prescribe these things. Yes, no, that's right. And, and that's, that's uh, you know, uh, a conversation for another day with regards to, to that too. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mate, just, just let us know a bit about what you're doing now. Now, uh, oh. with, with regards to, to Gong Duana and um, yeah. uh, I guess, um, uh, you know, what gave you the confidence to step into this space to say, well, yeah, I can make a living out of this? And, and what was oh, okay. the, the, the real, the real uh, driver behind it all? And then obviously, how did you position okay. yourself to get to where you are now? So, look, with, um, with, with the financial aspect for me came second. Yep. All right. So, I have to be honest with this because that's what we're having here is that I was being very fortunate that. My previous uh, life in IT play, paid very well, so I had a really good base to fall back on. Mm-hmm. And I need to be honest with that. So, but uh, with my journey, my my journey, um, I I'm, I'm a seeker, and I like to seek out. No, you know, I like to seek out different modalities of. Uh, different instruments or for or let's work technology for for self-healing and for healing from others and there 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 are quite a lot of them but not not a lot of them Aaron, are accessible mm. 
for a number of reasons. But and um, I'm I, I'm not that way. I like to always look lateral thinking. So, for instance, uh, did you do this? You know, you you, you 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 there's so many different kinds, and everyone has a different sort of connection to people in a different way. You know, there's not just one type. Yes. Um, so, what happened with Gongduana is in my sound healing journeys, um, we use the handpan or the or the hang, the hang drum. Yep. I've used these beautiful um, yedakis or didgeridoos made by Sound of Hemp, which are just incredible. Um, and I just found like a lot of things like the crystal bowls and stuff, a little bit mainstream. Um, and I, I wasn't connecting with those, but there's something about the gong, which is ancient. Yes. And the way the gong moves energy through the whole room, you know, it, it you can actually feel it through the floor, through your body. Mm. Um, and I found a, a, um, a particular kind of gong that is visually beautiful because a lot of the gongs are just brass, they're just flat. But I wanted something a little bit more visual because I think once you see something that's beautiful, there's a natural attraction. Yes. Absolutely agree. So, yeah, yeah. So if you've got a if you've got a something that's really visually attractive, it really it has a calming effect. Yes. So Gongduana is um, basically I search the world for unique gongs. All right. Um, and so at the moment the gongs I get are from Italy, from uh, Grotta Sonora. Grotta Sonora means caves of sound. Mm-hmm. These uh, gongs are made in this beautiful caves in Italy. I've got gongs coming from a, a beautiful guy in the US who's been to a similar journey to what we're talking. His name's Sean Seto. His gongs are fantastic mm-hmm. because they're made with healing in mind. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, I found, I found a beautiful gong from a, a woman, Cat Lyons, in Sedona. She was the only gong maker, female gong maker, but she just died recently. So I've got two or three of hers left, but they, they're really precious. Mm. So Gongduana is around gongs for sound healing, unique gongs for sound healing, sound therapy, yoga, meditation, and pure pleasure. Yes. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's not, not a gong that you hit at dinner <laughs> or you know, like dinner, and a lot of people phone me up, they want a gong because they've just done a sale, they've just sold a bulldozer or a truck or a car or a new, um, or some, uh, you know, and now they want to hit the gong at the office to announce to everybody that they've just done a sale. Uh, That's not this kind of gong. There you go. Hmm? There you go. Yeah, it's not one of, so, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. So they, 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 the gong, Aaron, you know, it's not just hitting with a mallet. There's, the mallet when you with a gong can actually different kinds of mallets can coax out really different sounds different uh what's the word different vibrations and then uh we make a whole lot of rubber mallets that bring out the sounds of whales or chanting or or, or, or water flowing so there, there there's the gong is a, is an adventure and here's the best thing about a gong yes. you don't have to be a musician yes and I think that's a bigger stumbling block again. Sound healing is everybody thinks you need to be a musician. Yeah. You don't. Yes. Yep. 
Agree. I, I have a so hand the first, pan. You oh, don't. I, I have a hand pan yeah. and uh, I have two two left thumbs with regards to that. You know, I I, yeah. I, I love it, but I don't have the connection uh, with it. And you know, if I have this yeah. visual visual connection and love uh, something, then I know I know gong players are just play plain gongs, and they've got this this beautiful like well, it's part of them. You know. Um, but if totally. you've actually got totally. something which looks visually good, I think it can make a huge difference to your appetite to um, to caress it and, yeah. and, and draw sounds out of it, which are not only healing for yourself, but healing for others, you know? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like artwork. If you've got a beautiful piece of artwork, yes. it will attract people to come and have a look, and that's half half the journey. Yes. So, so, so for me, it's around not only using the gongs and uh, within my own for my own therapy, but using gongs for the upliftment and spiritual, emotional, and physical upliftment of anybody who comes to visit us. Yes. Obviously selling them to people who, who want to take that same energy and be of service to others. Um, so that's, that's what it's really about. It's about selling one gong at a time to change, to bring this kind of, healing or therapy or transformation mm. out, out into the uh, onto the planet yes and doesn't it make you feel wonderful yeah. it doesn't it just it's yeah. amazing when you get to people in a room and they they just transform over a period and, and that 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 is so nourishing for yourself because okay. you just get like this wash yourself uh, as well as uh, yeah. everyone yeah. else in, in the room with you and and that that's yeah. the way we can yeah. heal the planet mate it's not through bloody um through uh, no. keeping people uh, denatured in, um, in nursing homes and in uh, and in no. uh, hospitals and those sorts of things where they yeah. can actually like you know heal. But I, I reckon that the prehabilitation beats rehabilitation, Steve. Like being able to do practices yeah. like this, where you know if you're well, you do them regularly because they keep you well and um, they yeah. keep your vibration higher. I think that's yeah, that, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the gift of life at the end of the day to to, to honour your well being and actually like invest yeah. in it as well. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think just, I mean, I'll just give you a, from my studies, and I, I might, we need to look this up, in, um, it's changed in the last hundred years, but in, um, in a traditional Chinese medicine, you used to pay your traditional Chinese medicine practitioner or doctor to keep you well. Yes. So you would visit him once a week and he would keep you well. So you would get herbs, acupuncture, sound, and you'd stop paying him when you weren't well. Yes. So think about it. What and it's only recently that it's changed in China, where you, you know, you only pay when you're sick. Mm. Mm. And I think that I think what I just said is we should be investing uh, in our health practitioners to keep us well, and not only go there when we're sick. Yes. And there's so many different mo mo modalities around that. Um, you know, and they, you could turn around, you, you shouldn't retire to do any, you should retire to work on your health, you know, that kind of stuff. There's so many words we can use it, but I like that one where we need to be working with people that we pay to keep us well, and yes. we stop paying them when we're not well. <laughs> yes. Oh, mate, it's, uh, isn't it common sense, but like it changed about maybe 80 years ago when they realized that yeah. they that they could make people sick and how they could make people sick by disempowering them and taking away, you know, I remember when I was like, I always talk old, old age homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mate, I thought yeah. about it, you know, a while back and, and you yeah. know, like 
how we all grew stuff and shared, but slowly, by, yeah. slowly but surely we've been disempowered by the green growth of being gone and we're, we're programmed to go to the supermarket, you know. Uh, yeah. we're, we're, not, we're not getting back to, to what nature intended for us, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're, we've, got to, we've got to start to reconnect with that. So what you're doing by buying some land down there and creating a space that, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you're putting a lot of energy in because it's going to help others, but... You know, you can you can do so much with that because you can show people other ways of living which are, um, you know, traditional but sort of unrecognised these days. I suppose. Yeah, too. yeah. Totally, totally. I mean, we've got uh, uh, we've got a a surf retreat. I mean, I'm, we we have people who hire the premises, so we're not here to make money. We're here, so everybody who's working on the premises within the community. So, in other words, every retreat we put on really goes in keeping the community alive yeah or thriving so the guy who's building at the moment we're building a showers right outdoor showers he's he's directly uh paulie's getting getting compensated because we've got retreats on the weekend so it's kind of like its own ecosystem yes but we're going to attract uh maybe a surf a surf uh surf retreat four days um there might be yoga in the morning or there might be a sound healing at night, or there might be just Ayurvedic cooking, you know? Um, the guy who does it, Garth, is a world-famous surfer, but he's a great cook as well. And he's going to have a whole lot of blokes down to come and surf and eat well. Mm, so it's a, so basically the, the premises is around making this space available for other people to come and have transformative, transformative experiences. Mm. It's not... Eric, it's not one of those places where we're making it look so glamorous that you want to come here because it looks good on Instagram. We're yes. coming here because you're coming here because it's going to attract people to connect to the land, connect in the cells, and connect connect to their community. Yeah, and and isn't that powerful? Isn't it like you know the, huge. the, the way huge. the way it's meant to be, Steve? You know, yeah. we're we're we're, yeah. we're disconnecting so much. We've got to we've got to do more yeah. to connect and. Mate, how can people yeah. get hold of you if they want to look at look at what well, you do they, on the site? They yeah. can they can look at uh, look if you want to if you're interested in gongs, and um, you can always look at uh, Gong Duana G O N G like a gong, and Duana D W A N A, and it comes from the word Gong Gondwana because Gondwana was when all the continents were together mm. five hundred million years ago. So I feel the gongs are like. Bring us all together. So it's Gongduana, or or look at Heart Heart Sound Music. Heart Sound Music is our uh, our sound healing, uh, and we got events uh, on on Easter weekend. We got sound healings available here. Uh, there's something always happening in, on some kind of events around us. Heart. So sound it's Heart music. Sound Music. Yep. Heart, like bad South African accent. Heart Sound Music. Yeah. Heart Sound is one word. Or Gongduana, and you'll find you'll find uh, some some interesting stuff happening. Beautiful work, mate. Well, we're nearly going to run out of time, so uh, mate, we we, we could have Good. we could have kept going here like uh, in a lot of for hours, directions. hours. I think we're going to have uh, a few more of these chats, and I really encourage Anytime. people listening to. to I'll send you a video yeah. of a gong making a whale whale sounds. You can put it up. <laughs> right. Yeah, sounds good, mate. That, that that that's that's what I need. One of them, you know, uh, yeah. for myself. Yeah. Uh, has that, uh, I'll, that I'll inst instant connection. Appreciate it, mate. Yeah.